Hi, everyone. Welcome to Joshua Live. I'm Gary Temple Bodley. On today's episode, Joshua talks all about the limiting belief of unworthiness. This limiting belief is with all of us. We've all either brought it in this lifetime or adopted it in childhood, but somehow we all have this limiting belief that we're not worthy of having everything we want. We're not worthy of all our desires manifesting. And so this limiting belief of unworthiness pops up whenever we're inspired to do something that would lead to the manifestation of anything we want. That limiting belief is only limiting if it stops us, if the fear prevents us from acting and, and moving forward in expansion towards who we authentically are, then it's just a limiting belief. However, if we're able to push past the fear and act when we're inspired to act, then the limiting belief is no longer limiting because we're actually able to move forward and expand. And in this job, in this episode, Joshua explains this perfectly. So I think you'll really enjoy it. There's some wonderful questions in here, and it's one of the most profound and leading edge conversations I think Joshua's ever had. Things are getting even bigger and better and leading more leading edgier. So uh, sit back and relax, enjoy this episode. Before we begin, we have a new boot camp starting at the end of March. The boot camp is a uh, series of experiences, and there's four calls every week. There will be about 100 people around the world in this boot camp. We're signing up lots of people now. And if you're interested in this expansive experience that will shift your mental construct from limiting to empowering, uh, we've gone through hundreds of uh, people going through the boot camp, and everyone comes out with a completely different perception of themselves. Now, that perception of yourself is your vibration. And so anytime you do any experience to raise your vibration, you create a new reality. You have more freedom and abundance, and this is the Unlimited Abundance Bootcamp. It is a awakening experience. People find their soul's purpose. They understand how to engage the law of attraction. Things become easier. Everything works out perfectly. Uh, so I invite you to call me or, or have a call with me. Send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com, and uh, I'll send you all the information about the bootcamp. Also remember to like and subscribe to the, this episode. If you subscribe, you'll get the newest episodes in your inbox. And if you get bored with this, you can always unsubscribe. So please do that. And please leave a review. That's really helpful. The more reviews we get, the easier it is for others to find us. So thanks for everything you do and get ready to enjoy this episode. We are thrilled to be here. So you've been moving through life and you've been creating this wonderful life that you have now. And if you could see how wonderful your life is exactly as it is now from the non-physical, you would know for sure that there is nothing wrong and there's nothing you need to do. And there's certainly nothing that you need to change about yourself. You have a set of beliefs that you have come in with and a set of beliefs that you've gained while you've been here in this physical life. And you're sifting and sorting through life and you're doing the best you can. You're striving to feel good. You're thinking about offering kindness to others. You're thinking about who you truly are, and you're wondering what's next for you. And so what's next for you is to allow yourself to become even more authentic, more transparent, more free, more abundant, more loving, more worthy of everything that you could possibly desire. So those desires that you have are moving you forward towards expansion because there are certain things that you really want. And there are certain things that you will do to get what you think you want. And that is awesome because you are acting and that action will lead to experiences and the experiences will expand your idea of who you are as long as you allow that to happen. Of course, that will all take place when you return to the non-physical and you'll get the benefit of the expansion that you created in this lifetime. But if you could get the benefit of the expansion now by seeing yourself as more true, more abundant, more free, more limitless, more authentic, well, you'll have a lot more fun in this lifetime. And so we say, look at the things that you desire and think about what it is that you desire and what you will do to take some action towards the manifestation of those desires. And think about why you want that desire. Now, if you want the desire because it is exciting and fun and interesting and playful and joyful and something that just is coming to your mind, and if it's aligned with who you truly are as a limitless and worthy being, then those desires and that action is absolutely in line with all your pre-birth intentions. Now, the desire that you manifest may say it's a car. So you're looking at this wonderful car and you're playing around with the different 
options the car has and the different prices that you can get it at and the financing and all these things. If that car is a true desire, it will just be fun. That's all it'll be. Just another thing to, to have fun with and to play with in this reality. However, if you think that car is going to make you feel something you don't feel now, well, then you know that you're creating something from this position of lack. You say, I lack this thing that will make me feel something. And so if I get this thing, then I will feel more worthy or somehow better about myself. Maybe I'll have a little bit of status with this thing. And that will change how I feel. But as you know, the outside conditions can never make you feel anything. You'll always have to think about what you're feeling first and then line that up with the desires that as they come along. But there's nothing wrong with any of this because you can effort and struggle your way through life and manifest all these wonderful things and still not feel good or worthy or whole about any of it. And that's still an expansive experience. And most of humanity is doing this now. They're trying to get what they lack. They're trying to effort and struggle. They're trying to control the outside conditions because from their perceptive reality, from their point of view, it seems as if the outside conditions can make them feel something. So if they could control all the conditions, well, then they could assure themselves that they would feel good. That's from a limited perspective. And when they start doing that, when they start manifesting and controlling and creating all these wonderful things and don't feel any better, well, that will lead them to ask this question. Why don't I feel good in this fantastic reality that I have? I have everything that I've always wanted. I've achieved everything that I could achieve. I've efforted and struggled my way to this. I've put in all that hard work. And I've gotten to this place where I should feel different, shouldn't I? I should feel successful and I should feel as if people like, love, and respect me. And yet, for some reason, I don't. And that understanding there can lead to two ways. It could lead them to seek more information and eventually wind up here, as some of you have done that, as Gary certainly did that. Or it could lead them to working even harder, pushing even harder, trying to control even more. And then they'll com complete that cycle again, and they'll think of something else that might bring them some feeling of satisfaction, and they'll go off and effort and struggle their way towards that. But they are doing something. They are taking some action. They are moving. And all this, all this action will lead to experiences that are expansive. It'll lead into manifestation event after manifestation event after manifestation event. So they can have the opportunity to understand how this whole system is working and what their limiting beliefs are and make a change in their belief system. Now, will they do that? It depends on how much they can push and struggle and effort without giving up. But if they could give up, if they could finally become vulnerable, finally become a little bit more transparent, finally stop and just relax for a bit, they will receive inspiration. They will have a little thought that comes into their mind. And many of you have had that thought. And so that thought propelled you to read a book or to listen to a friend or to find a podcast or to watch a video, and to think about something more about this reality. What is it in this reality that causes some people to suffer and be discontent while other people seem to be happy? And this is the issue with the technology that you have now because you are quite aware of those who are posting these fabulous stories about their wonderful lives and they look so happy and everything seems to be going so well for them. From the outside, it may look as if things are going well, but if you could jump into their body and feel their thoughts and think about the doubts and fears that they're having, you would realize that they don't feel so good. And they're using this technology in order to try to make themselves feel a little bit better. Well, what they're doing though, is that they're relying on others to view them as good, to validate themselves, to give them a sense of worthiness. And so this idea of worthiness is at the stem of every single aspect of this reality. This idea that you are not worthy of everything you desire. But inherently, you must know that you are worthy because if you weren't worthy, you could not be here. It would not be possible. You could not become a vibrational match to this reality at this time if you are not worthy enough to be here. So you must know the basic fact is that you are all worthy. 
yet you all have this limiting belief of unworthiness to some degree. There is no one on the planet without a limiting belief of worthiness. Now, will that limiting belief prevent you from acting on inspiration? If so, the limiting belief is actually limiting. If not, the limiting belief is not limiting. And so all that the limiting belief does is prevent you from acting when you're inspired to act, whether that's to chase some desire that's manifested out of fear and lack, or if it's to act on some inspired idea that's perfectly aligned with who you are. If you have an idea, whatever it is, and if you feel the fear that comes up when that idea comes up, and you are able to push past that fear to take some action in the moment, you are no longer limited. You are limitless. However, if the fear is too great for you and you are not able to act for whatever the reason, you don't have enough time, you don't have enough money, you don't have experience, you don't have enough support, whatever it is, if you choose to believe that that fear is true, you will not act. And therefore, that limiting belief that you're not worthy is limiting. But guess what? You're here on a journey to discover that you are worthy. Because inherently in this idea of authenticity, you must be worthy. This is what you're going to find. This is the exploration that you came for. So no matter how high you choose to go, there will always be this fear there. You can always push past the fear in any moment because the fear will actually never be too strong to prevent you from doing anything unless you pretend it's real, unless you choose to acquiesce to it. But if you choose to push past the fear to do anything you can do in the moment, then the limiting belief is now limitless. There is no limitation within that belief. Oh, sure, it's still there. Sure, it has some intensity, but the intensity is so weak that the fears that pop up, no matter how impressive those fears look, cannot stop you from acting. And so if you act on anything, you are moving towards expansion. If you act on something based in love and aligned with who you truly are, you are acting in love. If you are trying to control a condition, well, at least you're acting, but you're acting on an urge to change the conditions. Now that action is based in fear. It's still expansive, but the difference is that it will not feel good and it will never lead you to anything you truly want. So imagine now if you could understand how this fear component works in physical reality, and you also understand that you're absolutely worthy of everything that you desire, whether that desire is based in lack or not, doesn't matter. You are worthy of anything. And that if you choose to act when inspired, doesn't matter what the inspiration is, you are now limitless. You can do, have, and be anything as long as you're able to push past the fear. So then if you could push past fear, every single, single thing that you truly want, all your pre-birth intentions, will start to manifest in your reality because by pushing past fear, you elevate your vibration. You see yourself as worthy of the action or the outcome that you have in mind. That seeing yourself as worthy is a very high vibrational place. And as you take the action, you prove to the universe that you are worthy, that you are limitless, that you are magnificent, that you are eternal, all these things that are true to you. And at that high vibration, the universe fills in more experiences that prove you are right. Now, if you perceive yourself as a victim and you have are living in fear and you're existing in a low vibrational state, the universe will fill in your reality to prove you're right. So the universe knows you're right no matter what you believe and will always Maintain a reflection of how you are perceiving yourself. All you have to do is shift your perception of yourself. Shift your perception of anything that you think is wrong and see it as right. Shift your perception of any aspect of yourself that you do not like and see it as perfect. If you can shift this perception of yourself, you'll be flooded with inspiration. Of course, fear will always pop up, but you can always move through that fear to do some action in the moment. When you take this action in the moment, you are proving to the universe that you are worthy of whatever outcome comes to you. And that's a very high vib vibrational place to be. This is where you intended to be. This is where you're all heading. This is the idea of the deliberate creator. The deliberate creator understands inherently that they're worthy of anything that they want to create. They understand that they are the creator of their reality. And so all creation is up to them. 
they realize that their creation comes from a high vibrational perception of themselves, a perception of themselves that we would say is perfect. Now, can you imagine the high vibrational reality of one who perceives themselves as perfect? one who perceives that the reality is perfect and one who perceives that every other human being on the world in the world is perfect. That's a high vibrational place. And that will create a reality that the world has never seen before. When that reality comes to fruition in your life, it isn't that the things have all changed. It's that you've changed your perception of yourself. And with that, we'd like to talk to you about anything you'd like to talk about. Who'd like to start? Hi, Joshua. I have a question. Yes, Reshta. Um, so something strange just happened right before this phone call. I was uh, working on, I was writing out a limiting belief that I am not in control of my life. I am powerless. And I got to the portion of proving it false. And I told myself, you know, I am powerful. The power is within me. I may not be using it, but it's always there. And it brought me back to um, a memory uh, when I was six years old where I thought, I was powerless and not in control. And right as I was on the verge of uh, thinking, how was I not um, powerless? My fire alarm went off all of a sudden. And I panicked. <clears throat> I panicked. I'm like, oh, oh, I have to see what's wrong. And I um, went to see what's wrong. There's no fire. Everything was fine. And I'm, I'm wondering, uh, I must have created that fire alarm, right? But why is it connected with me in my attempt to prove my um, my sense of powerless powerlessness false when I was six years old? Is that my ego saying, don't go forward and prove this false? If you were to win a contest because you were the most brilliant, talented, smartest person in the room winning that contest, wouldn't it be natural for them to ring a bell? Bing, 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 bing. You're right. You got the answer right. Every time you answer something right, you ring the bell. Bing, 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 bing. So wouldn't this be the universe's way of letting you know when you hit it the nail on the head? You uncovered where this limiting belief came from, this limiting belief that you felt powerless as a child, you adopted specifically to create this trajectory that would lead you to ask these questions, ask these questions, ask these questions, find these answers, find us, find this information to discover that you're actually completely in control of your reality because you are the creator of this reality. So you discover this point in your childhood where you adopted a living belief that was not true. Now, from the perception of a six-year-old, it seems very true. The illusion is very strong, but it caused you to go on this quest, on this journey to discover who you truly are. You knew that coming in. You knew that this event or some event like this would happen at that time. You knew it would give you this drive to be more, do more, have more, find out more, discover more, create this perfect pathway for you to be here now. That was it. That was the point. Sure, the six-year-old little girl felt powerless, and your whole life was set up based on that feeling of powerless so that you could overcome that illusion that is not true. And you finally come to this perception of yourself that, no, no, all the power is within me. Maybe I'm not accessing it deliberately yet, but I know that all that power is there. As soon as you were aware of that, the universe responded with the answer. Yes, you are right. But, but like, why would it respond with a fire alarm that just scared me and I, I rushed to see what was wrong? I would think like if I want something, there would be something nice like, you know, snowfall. I would love to see snowfall outside my window or rainfall or why wasn't it something pleasant? Why was it something that scared me? Does the fire alarm in and of itself, just the noise of it, is there anything scary about that? Well, it startled me. It caused you to pay attention. If it was snowfall out there, you would have said, oh, it's snowing out there. 
It's snowing for everyone out there. It's not just snowing for me. Now, if it started snowing inside the room, then that would be something that you would freak out about. You see, that would be a scary thing. So the universe found something that was obvious to you, caught your attention, that led to nothing. How did this thing just go off by itself? There is no fire. Oh, I hit the nail on the head. It's right there. As soon as I got the answer, I got confirmation from the universe. This is happening all the time, but you're not aware of it. Now you're seeing numbers align more often. You're seeing, noticing that you're getting the best parking spot more often. You're noticing that synchronicities are happening, but they're not as easy to tie to one specific aha moment that you had. And so the universe picked something that was interesting enough that you would pay attention to it, but something that you could not dismiss, something that you could then ask a question about so that people all over the world will say, that's not just a coincidence. There is something more than that. Gary's had a lot of these things happening that are unexplainable. What he always tries to do, though, is explain them in some way. This is what humans do. This crazy thing just happened, but it must be because of a coincidence. All these crazy things, all these synchronicities are happening. Oh, those are just coincidences. The idea that this reality is simply a game, a video game that you're in, that anything could happen and anything is caused by the power of you. That power of you is so intense that there's nothing beyond your control, literally nothing beyond your control. Now, you didn't consciously make the fire alarm ring, but the whole situation, the whole co-creative process between you and your inner self and the universe itself found something that would capture your attention and cause you to say, wow, why did that happen? That's interesting. The second I thought of that memory of a six-year-old little girl who had no power, the birthplace of that limiting belief that I've carried with me all these years, the second I came to that aha moment, the fire alarm ring. I can't ignore that. I can't just say it's coincidence. There is something there. This shows me how powerful I am. There are a lot of these little things that scare you, blah, 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 blah. All these little tiny things, a lot of these things that you dismiss, blah, 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 blah. A lot of things that are all caused by that limiting belief that you do not have any power. You do not have any control. And we will go back to remind you that all of your control is your control of the thoughts you think, the beliefs you hold, and the perspective you choose. When you choose the higher perspective, you have full control over the moment because you're seeing it as good, as right, as perfect. When you process the limiting belief, when you do the manifestation event form, you are doing the work. You are in control of this process. And this process is all about your vibration. How do you see yourself in your reality? Do you see yourself as good, as worthy, as limitless, as eternal, as powerful? Excellent. That's going to create a reality that feels very good to you. That's going to lead you even further along your journey of self-discovery, even more exponentially. Do you feel that little bad things can happen to you? Well, you're existing in a bit of fear there. Your vibration is a little lower. You're perceiving yourself as a victim. And then the reality has to show you how you're perceiving yourself, that reflection coming back to you. Change your vibration as you've been doing over the last little while here. And slowly, weird little things, the weird little synchronicities start to happen. Consistently do this work consistently meditate, consistently think about what you truly want, set your intentions, remind yourself how powerful and wonderful and limitless and abundant and free that you are, offer love and kindness to your entire reality, and that vibration raises. As the vibration raises, you see out of the illusion, oh, just a random silly fire alarm going off, and into the truth. This is the indication that I found this limiting belief. Now that I found the limiting belief, 
I can go back and I can talk to that little child and, and say, you are in, you are powerful. You do have control, but you don't want to use that control now as a six-year-old girl because you would just wipe away everything you thought was bad. And you would just fill your closets full of candy and you would just do what you want to do. What you want to do, little girl, is go on this incredible journey of self-discovery. We have amazing adventures together. The entire life from six years old till now, all the things we did, all the things we explored, all the people we met, that's the journey that we want. And you will become a deliberate creator. You will see yourself as powerful. You will find the information and the tools. You will change your vibration. You will come from this perception of yourself as powerless to a perception of yourself as powerful. And by adopting this little belief and all limiting belief and all the conditions that existed at that time, all the people who aided in having that experience to cause that limiting belief, all of that was set forth so that you can go on this journey to discover that you are absolutely powerful. Wonderful question. Thank you. Who's next? I have a question, please. Yes, Jim. Okay, so little bit of personal detail. So my wife does not know that I'm into these teachings and I keep it from her because I know it would trigger a limiting belief in her. And because I have fear that her limiting belief would uh, trigger a limiting belief in me and that she would reject it. And then I would feel guilty about spending time and money in this group, but I, it's totally authentic. And I don't like the fact that I keep this from her. And it's sort of a constant thing because I'm, uh, I'm inspired all the time to make these calls and make videos and be active in the group and all that. And I feel like I have a secret life and I don't like that, but I have this fear of loss that if I say, Hey, this is what it is that, uh, that I'll lose it. And it's not really, I feel like it's not worth the energy to try and convince her that this stuff is real and good uh, because she has her limiting beliefs and, and that's fine. And I accept her for that. So can you just help me work through this. First of all, you don't accept her. You don't accept yourself, but you're not alone because no one else does either. So there's nothing wrong with that. We would imagine, we know that it's very common for a spouse not to be interested in the same things that the other spouse is interested in. And yet we can see that you have this inner conflict because what are you doing here? You're going on a journey of self-discovery to discover your authentic self. And so that inner conflict is between the version of you that must come out, the authentic version of you, and the limited version of you that's existing right now in fear, in irrational fear of something that you actually want. What you want is to become authentic. What you want to do is become transparent. In transparency, there is, are no secrets. There's nothing for you to hide. Why would you want to hide anything? Because you fear the negative emotion that you would feel if someone rejected you or criticized you or whatever. So can you see that there's two versions of you that are existing? The future version of you that's authentic, transparent, and understands who he is. And the current version of you is in confusion, in fear, and is holding himself back for the journey that he's already decided to go on. So you're already on this journey. So you're sort of in the middle between these two places, and the pull in both directions is causing the inner conflict. Now that pull will, will strengthen and strengthen and strengthen because your wife is doing her job. She is here to be a reflection of how you perceive yourself. Most of how you perceive yourself through your wife's eyes is completely made up by you. It's not true. If you could go into her body and feel what she's feeling and think what she's thinking, it would be something quite different than what you're thinking. Now, of course, she's in fear too, as is the rest of humanity. They're living in the solution. She wants to control you. She wants to control her reality. That's just how it is but you're seeing that there's no value in that and there's no possible way to do that. And it's not effective and it's not allowing her 
to discover who she truly is either. If you're placating her and not letting her have her manifestation events, well, then you're robbing her of the opportunity to discover her own limiting beliefs. But more than that, you're robbing yourself temporarily of becoming who you are. So let's just say this process takes five years. From where you are now to the person you're going to be in five years, you're going to be more authentic, further along of your journey of self-discovery, in less fear, far more powerful, far more free, far more abundant, having everything you truly want. That life in five years is everything you truly want. It might look completely different than what you, the life you live now. Gary's life is completely different now than five years ago, completely different. He had no possible way five years ago of knowing how it would turn out. So he just acted on inspiration. Now, his biggest fear was the fear of telling his friends and his family about him turning into a channel. He thought they would think it was weird. Turns out they never did. Turns out they fully supported it. Turns out there was, there was no loss whatsoever. Turns out all the fear was the illusion. And isn't that true of all your fear? It's always an illusion. Sure, in the moment, you're projecting it into some alternate reality that will never happen. And you say, I don't want that alternate reality to happen. I like this reality. But you must go through changes and experiences and expansion in order to get to this five-year-later version of you that is fully comfortable in his own skin. For the first time, fully authentic. Can say, be, do, have whatever you want to have. Has the power of creation firmly in his grasp. Understands how this whole process works. And that five-year-old version of you will look back at the current version of you and go, why was I being so silly? I was going on this journey anyway. I've invested all this time and effort. I love what I'm doing in this group. I love the information. I participate more than anyone. I already know that I'm an advanced soul. I already know that this life is the life where I'm going to find out who I truly am. I already know all that. And I can't see it, couldn't see it from the five-year-old version of me. I can see it so clearly now, but I couldn't see it at that time. I knew that I would just have to act on inspiration. I would just have to face my fears. I would just have to lay the cards on the table and accept myself as I am. Now, will anyone else accept me as I am? That is not up for me to decide. But guess what? Once you accept yourself as you are, you raise your vibration. And that universe out there brings back a mirror to this higher vibration or this higher perception of yourself. You become authentic. You lay your cards on the table. You let be known what you're interested in and why you're interested in it. You don't try to change anyone else's opinion or make them agree with you. You don't even care if they do or not. If they have a fear that's been triggered by that, so be it. Good for them. Their manifestation event. You are not responsible for their manifestation events or the trajectory of their lives or, or what they're here to explore. You have no idea what that is. But what if your example of authenticity allowed the others in your life to think about how they're being? Wow, Jim is really being brave coming out here and exp expressing what he really wants and what he's interested in and what he's going to spend money on and what he's going to spend his time doing. I could be brave like that in my life as well. I've always been fearful that if things unravel and I lose something, that my life will be worse than it is now. And it turns out that the loss, that a whole idea of loss is a complete illusion. Turns out. But how would you ever know that unless you acted on inspiration? So you can play with this tension and conflict that's within you. You can try and hide this for as long as you want. But guess what? That's a low vibration based in fear. The universe has to respond with perfect manifestation events. Manifestation event after manifestation event after manifestation event after manifestation event until you come out of this belief that being authentic will lead to loss. We promise you, being authentic will lead to every single thing you want. Mm. 
being inauthentic will, can only lead to more manifestation events and never to anything you truly want. Wow, you were right. You're right about that limiting belief that being authentic will lead to loss. Um, I have to trace that back to, you know, it's probably some rejection when uh, from six childhood. Year, when you were a six-year-old little girl. Exactly. And I was gay, you know, in time of Galileo. So that's all good. <laughs> but no, you, you, you helped me there. I asked for help. You got me to the limiting belief. I'll process that. Thanks. Well, don't even think about the limiting belief. Think about the inner conflict you're going through. Think about how it feels to doubt yourself and to doubt what others. Now, if someone you think loves you because you're being inauthentic, well, who are they loving? And are they really loving you? Believe me, I I think all these thoughts. To know who you are. I know. It's it's totally fucked up. Uh, Pardon my French. It's. And I, I go just round and round and round and round and round in my mind on this. And uh, I just thought I'd finally ask you for help. Excellent. Wonderful question. Everyone has the same question. Thank you so much. Who's next? I have a question. Yes, Autumn. So my question is about France. <laughs> and I'll give a little backstory. And 2019, um, my husband and my one-year-old daughter, we spent a month uh, going around France, cut to the end of last year, I began Joshua teachings. I got a download to start my book. Um, And a large part of it takes place in France. And I can now see how that trip seeded this book. And then since that trip, we have spoken like very loosely, kind of in a romantic fantasy way of wanting to live there. But since I've been writing this book, the conversations between my husband and I have turned to, well, what if we did move there and looking at schools for our daughter? And, and I had the thought the other day, am I literally writing myself into France with this book? Um, and I, it does feel like inspiration, but there are buckets of fear for me. He's European. Um, less so for him. He's immigrated multiple times between various countries as Gary did, but I I have so much excitement and so much inspiration. And then I'm completely frozen in, in fear. Good. Perfect example of inspiration. You're inspired to do this thing you want to do It's perfectly aligned with everything that you are and what's going on in your life. It sounds like fun. It sounds like an adventure. Everyone's on board and fear pops up. The fear is based on limiting beliefs. The limiting beliefs are preventing you from acting on inspiration. So you could get the inspiration to write a book. Sure. That fear is not so much there, is it? It's not the same fear as moving to another country. So you write the book and the book takes place in France. And now you're flooded with thoughts of France. Well, that's one way to get you there, isn't it? It's also one way to get you over these other limiting beliefs. Because your character is doing well in France. You don't have any fear about that character living in France. So all you have to say to yourself, okay, I have inspiration and fear is going to pop up no matter what, because underlying any change are some limiting beliefs. My expansion in love, completely aligned with who I am, brings forth this inspiration to move to France. That is where my expansion is. But where I am now is not at that expanded level. Once I make the move to France, once I live in France, I'll have all these experiences that will expand me to this new level. Where I am now is a lower vibrational or a less expanded level. So there are limiting beliefs that exist within you that will be molded and shaped as you move past your fear and act when you can act all the hundreds of different actions that you will take that will eventually lead you there. So it doesn't matter if it's France or if it's a new career or if it's any other change in your life, there's always going to be fear that pops up because the current version view exists with limiting beliefs that the future version view will not have. And the way that those limiting beliefs will be processed is either by taking action or by processing the limiting beliefs, finding them and processing them. So think of one fear that you might have. 
one little fear that's preventing you from acting, what would that fear be? Um, three big ones come through. <laughs> one is taking my daughter away from my family, um, being abroad, feeling like I, that's a disservice to her. Um, second is um, income. What if it didn't work out financially for us? Um, which is kind of silly because my husband is European, but it's still very much. And then, you know, the, the fear of moving anytime is really stressful. And while I intellectually go, well, it's all temporary anyways, doing it abroad is, is. A so hard if you look at the work. conversation that the intellectual side of you had, yeah, it's just all temporary. Anyway, you can always come back. You can always do anything. So what's the action that you could take in the moment? Well, I, I worked on that today and I did ask myself that and I just Googled um, bilingual schools for my daughter. Excellent. Perfect. And I found a remarkable one that, yeah. What a shock. None of those fears could prevent you from going to computer and searching for a school. That's all that is. Now you found a school. None of those fears can prevent you from sending an email to the school and asking how this would work. That's all that is. None of your fears can, can prevent you from any action. Not one action that will eventually lead you to living in France. None of your fears can prevent you. What they do prevent you is from seeing too far ahead because you're placing yourself in some house or apartment, in some town, in some school, and away from your family and without any money and stuck there forever with no way of possibly ever coming back. That is the illusion that's created by the fear. This is not true. Your family will love coming to visit you in France. It's not like you're going to Ethiopia. You're going to somewhere everyone wants to go. They would love to do that. Your daughter is going to have all these experiences that could not be had here. You're going to meet all these people. So you're thinking about robbing your family of experiences with you and your daughter and your husband. But what about the new people you meet that you'll rob them of the experiences with you, with all three of you. So if you take a look at this in a holistic way, imagine that you've been there for a year and you look back and you say, Oh my God, this is the best thing we ever did. She loves the school. We both have our careers going full steam. We're in this beautiful setting in this new country. Everything is wonderful about it. People are coming over to visit. It couldn't have been better. And then you look back at the version of you that exists now and you say, I am so glad that she acted on enough inspiration and she pushed past her fear to get us here. And then now if you say, think of yourself a year from now, living where you are, not changing, not acting on inspiration, doing the same old thing and compare those two, which one do you want to be? You want to be the expanded one. And so that's all this life is, is looking at yourself from this higher perspective that you can have, be, and do anything because you are the creator of it. Feeling good about the life that you have now. Everything's perfect. You're not leaving there to escape something. Everything's good now. This is just an adventure, an inspired idea. And then you say, all right, I expect inspiration to come. And I also expect fear to pop up. So I'm going to feel the inspiration and then write down this fear and then look at how irrational it is. And then find limiting beliefs and prove they're false and take one action step at a time. And know that you don't need to look too far in the future. Don't make up stuff. Don't hold on to any problems or any ideals either way. Just do what you're inspired to do in the moment. And you'll notice you'll get excited and you'll notice you'll find the perfect things and everything will fall into place. And if you have a limiting belief that's preventing you from actually moving forward, you're going to get a manifestation event. You're going to get your mother saying, I can't believe you're leaving us. Because she's going to feel fear too. But when she sees you in a year, she'll say, this is the best thing you ever did. It's incredible. And I'm so happy for you. Everything will always work out perfectly for you. You will 
land and manifestation events to point at your limiting beliefs. You'll have fears that pop up when you're inspired. More inspiration will come. You'll There'll be little issues and problems that you think from your perspective are, are big deals. And then somehow they get resolved because you can't see the version of you that will exist as you go through these experiences. This is how you grow. This is how you develop. This is how you discover who you truly are. This is why you're here. And the fear is just limiting. So will you be limited by fear? Will any of you be limited by fear? Or will you live the lives you intended to live? The lives you intend to live are big, bold, abundant, and free. And they become examples to everyone else. That's why you're here. And so we'll see you in Paris. Thank you. Who's next? I, I feel like I'd like to jump in here. It uh, relates to what we talked about, where you talked about in the beginning, Joshua and all the various things that Jim and Rashna and, and I think Autumn have now said. And that is, well, my, my it, it revolves around a number of issues actually, but I'm just going to try to hit on one here. And that is that I am, as some of you may know, and if you don't know, I'm in Mexico, I'm a Canadian. Uh, this time when I came to Mexico, I came here indefinitely. I've sold my house in Canada, which was a big step to do that. It felt like loss. It felt like separation. It felt like a bunch of different things. Whew. And uh, so then my question that comes up a little bit was, and I, I, I think I do believe I know the answer is that uh, a number of months ago before Christmas, just as a backstory, I've been looking at real estate over the number of years that I've been here. And, and before Christmas, I found a house. And when I walked in the house, it was just like, this is the one. This is where I want, want to be. This is close to the beach. It's got a pool. It's three bedrooms. I can invite people. It's got a big dining room. I can invite friends. And it just felt like, well, let's do this. Ooh. And then ever since then till now, it's been one manifestation event after another. This has not gone smoothly. There has been uh, contractual troubles. There has been reason. vibrational troubles. Yeah. Okay. With, yes. Within who? And I, within you or the contractor? Me. I, I'm the creator of my reality. And I, and I keep hanging on to the fact that I'm not a victim in all this, that I'm a creator. Although the question does come up with so many troubles, am I headed down the wrong path? Is this proof that I'm in the wrong direction? Or is it just that I need to keep overcoming these manifestation events? The most recent one being the Canadian government making it very difficult for me to get my money here and the whole thing being delayed by a month and the stress that that's causing me, the owner, the realtors, you know, everything. And so I just keep on in the same way. In you have an ideal. You mm -hmm. have an ideal. Yeah. And if that ideal happened, there'd be no manifestation events. But you're not a vibrational match to that ideal. You are where you are. Mm -hmm. You have limiting beliefs. You mm -hmm. have a perception of reality that things should work a certain way. Mm, I definitely. <laughs> and yet you're not offering that vibration. No. You're offering the vibration of, did I make a mistake? Is this too much to do? Am I trapped here? Right. Is this going to work out? Are they going to keep my money? Are they, or am I going to be taxed? All these things. Yeah. You're looking at yourself as a victim. Now, if you look at yourself as the creator. And then can I just add in there that in amongst all that, the work that I do is to say, you know what? I don't know where this is all going to go. And I need to trust that no matter where it goes, it's all going to be perfect, even if this works in a completely different way. And then I go into this place where I almost forget that this is happening or don't even care that it happens anymore. And then people call me like, well, what's happening with you? Is this going ahead? And I, oh, I guess I better do something. <laughs> so it's like, it's this very strange mixture of, uh, of places that I'm arriving to. Here's how you can know exactly what's happening. If you understood yourself as the creator of your reality, as perfect in every way, living in a perfect reality and a perfect life for you, then you could not see the problem. You could not see it as a problem. You say, oh, they just do things differently here in Mexico. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, it's gonna, time is gonna be off. Perfect, time is gonna be perfect anyway, it's not perfect now. You could yep. never feel negative emotion at any of this. Mm -hmm. You'd never get upset, you'd never act on an urge to change a condition. 
you'd act when inspired to act. You do the things you're inspired to do. Mm-hmm. You'd enjoy what you can enjoy, of course. Mm-hmm. And you would know for sure it's all going to work out. You'd look mm-hmm. at the version of you that exists in a year, living in exactly where you want to be in the house that you knew was right for you, having the mm-hmm. friends over. And you would look back at yourself either of two ways. Oh, I went with that effortlessly and easily and smoothly through the whole process while anyone else would have had all kinds of manifestation events and issues and accident urges. I went through it easily and smoothly. Everything got done. It all got done in, in a different timing than what I had originally thought, but it all worked its way out. And here I am living in this beautiful place. Or you could look back and go, I don't even know how I got through that. There were so many problems. It was so hard. Everything was wrong. Everything broke. Never, No one ever showed up. And then that would be the story you told. So there'd be two versions of you in the future. One that's mm-hmm. still the victim or one that's still the creator. Mm-hmm. Right. Which one do you want to be? That part is up to you. Yeah. How do you want the creator. to pull with everything? You want to drill, blast out the boulders in the middle of your stream? Or do you want to go around them? Do you want mm-hmm. to offer love and kindness to everyone else who's having a manifestation event and see it all from the higher perspective and know exactly why they're feeling fear? And do you want to support them in their manifestation events and be this example of this alignment? Look at this guy from Canada. He's so calm. Usually the Canadians are always upset with everything. They're not like us at all. So you have to decide which version you want to be. You get to choose. And this is a wonderful practice ground for the life that you're going to live. You move to a culture that we would say is far more easygoing than your past culture. They may, the ones you are dealing with though, will be reflections of you. In general, the culture is happy-go-lucky. The ones that you find are stressed out. How did you find the stressed out Mexicans <laughs> and all the happy Mexicans. You see, yeah. what is this well, reality of, showing me? Oh, it's showing me has a still habit of- thinking things should be different than they are. I'm still not appreciating the perfection of all this. I'm still not appreciating the perfection of the contractors and the realtors and all these other people, the government and all this stuff. I'm still resisting. I'm in resistance, in resistance, in resistance. I'm just going to let that go because in this moment, I'm in a beautiful environment. The weather's fantastic. I have enough to eat, enough to drink. I've slept. I'm healthy. Everything's perfect. Mm -hmm. There is nothing wrong in this moment. When I go in the future, that's the only imperfection. And that going out of the moment into the future, into the past, is your projection of a false reality. So imagine this reality is, In the moment, there is nothing to fear. It is absolutely perfect. And you have created it. You have a perfect moment. Everything's fine. That moment, there's nothing to fear. And you created that moment. You created that moment. The moment you're in right now, you created. And then you're projecting into the future some imperfect reality. And that causes fear. So it's always this projection of a false past or a false future. The true future will be a series of perfect moments all lined together. Now, you may feel fear in those moments, but it doesn't mean the moment's perfect. You're just perceiving the moment to be imperfect because you can't see where it's going to lead. You can't know that it's there to show you limiting beliefs. Mm-hmm. You, you are looking at the moment. Imagine the contractor comes in and says, this is going to cost $10,000 more. That moment is perfect. The $10,000 fix is perfect. The price is perfect. The contract is perfect. Everything's lined up perfectly in that moment. But your perception of reality of that moment is limited. You can't see it as perfect. You think it's imperfect because it doesn't line up with this ideal, this false ideal you created in your in your head, it doesn't match that ideal. It looks differently than that ideal. Well, you could either get rid of the moment or get rid of the ideal. Which one would be easier? 
get rid of the ideal and look at that moment as if it's perfect. Hold on. What if this moment is perfect? What if everything's working out? What if this is leading me to exactly where I want to go, but I can't see it? Now, I feel negative emotion, so that's my indication that my inner self is alerting me to the fact that I'm perceiving an illusion and not the truth. Mm-hmm. Every time I feel good, that just means I'm perceiving reality as perfect or as good, which is the truth. But every time I feel negative emotion, it's absolutely indicating that I'm perceiving it as an illusion. Why? Because I'm not worthy of getting that ideal. Yet that ideal is fake. It's false. It's not real. It's not what you want. It has nothing to do with with what you want. It's projected from a limited perspective. That ideal is all based in fear. You want the ideal because you don't want to go through the negative emotion. That's the only reason you want that ideal. But the negative emotion is vital. If you were a deliberate creator and you still perceive yourself as a victim creating these ideals, well, then you would create ideals that had no negative emotion in them. And there'd be no substance. There'd be no benefit to them. They wouldn't feel good. They couldn't cause you to feel anything. They'd be empty and hollow and dissatisfying. You might be in a mansion on the beach with people, la, 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 but they're never going to make you feel the way you want to make you feel. The universe is creating all these experiences so that you come to this awareness of how worthy, special, magnificent, limitless, eternal that you are. That's what you want. You want the journey with all the manifestation events, with all the negative emotion. Now, it's your choice of perception. So that negative emotion could be very intense or it could be mild. You could roll with it, be easygoing, have faith, talk to yourself like you do, and it smooth it out. Oh, sure, a little negative emotion here and there. A little, Or you could say, this is wrong. This is bad. This should be different than it is. I'm going to fight for my rights here. They're screwing me over the whole place. And really perceive yourself as a victim, and you're just going to have negative emotion and resistance going through the whole thing, and, and it's not going to be fun, but you're going to get to the end of it at some point. Now, if you go through it in resistance, kicking and streaming to the end result that will be what you want, well, you've just wasted that year. You've just spent all your time frustrated and angry and upset and looking at everything from a limited perspective. And going in detours, playing around with who you're not, uncovering even more manifestation events, which isn't bad, but it's not what you want. Or you could take a new approach and say, look at what I've manifested here. I'm living in this beautiful country. I found this beautiful house. I'm working with all these different people. I have more information than they do. I can choose a higher perspective when they can't. They're going to be going through fear. I notice when they're calling me and and wanting me to do something about it, that I feel negative emotion because I want to hold myself up as if I am in charge of all this and it won't be a problem. But what's really happening is I get a chance to see where they're coming from and I get to offer kindness and support and be an example for them. That's why I'm here. This is the only reason I'm here is to be an example to all these people that you can go through this process in ease rather than what everyone else would do is go through an effort and struggle. And if you can change your approach by not acting on urges to change conditions, but by seeing yourself from the higher perspective and realizing everything's working out perfectly, that's the miracle that they get to witness. You are a group of miracle workers. You're all headed towards higher vibrational versions of you. Your realities will start to fill in with new experiences, new obstacles, new things, new people, new awareness of who you truly are, more authenticity, more love, more joy, more fun, more freedom, more of everything you truly want. That's where you're all headed. You're all doing the work to get there. It's all working out for you. Just see yourselves from that version of you a year, five years from now, looking back on this life that you're living between that time and remind yourself you want to have fun. You want to make it easy and you want to express your love and kindness to everyone else in your reality and to be that example you came here to be. This is your purpose. This is why you're here. And with that, 
we are complete. Thank you. Too. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks, everyone. Wonderful. Thank you, Joshua. Thank you, Joshua. Thank you. Have a wonderful Thank you, weekend. Thank you. Have a great weekend. Thank you so much, guys. Good job. Well, that was another amazing episode. It was really a leading edge conversation all about worthiness. And the fact is we are all worthy. We just can't see it because we all have that limiting belief that we're unworthy. And this causes us to effort and struggle to get what we think we want. But if we can leave all that alone and realize we're worthiness, then we can focus on what we're inspired to do. And our inspiration will lead us forward. We're starting a new boot camp at the end of March. Send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com. Push past your fear. Just send it off and I'll send you information. It's as easy as that. The boot camp is a unbelievable course, eight weeks that will shift your mental construct from limiting to empowering. And once you're in the boot camp, you're in for life. So you take the boot camp uh, over again as many times as you like. And with the experience we've had so far in doing this for over two years, it's an amazing tool. And it really shows you how to process limiting beliefs and to understand who you truly are, to discover your soul's purpose and to really understand how the law of attraction works. Once you understand how the law of attraction works, once you start seeing yourself in this higher perspective, then everything you truly want starts flowing into your life. I've seen countless and countless examples of this. Your intuitive abilities come online, your empathic abilities, all this stuff happens, more inspiration comes. It's really amazing when you can change that mental construct from limiting to empowering what happens in your life. So send me an email and I'll tell you all about that. Also, we have a Facebook group just for us. It's called the Friends of Joshua. It's private. Uh, go on Facebook and ask to join that, and we'll let you in that. And there's a lot of stuff that we share on there, a lot of Joshua quotes and stuff like that. Also, we have free meditations on the website. It's theteachingsofjoshua.com. So go there and check that out and get your free meditations. So thanks again for being here, and we'll see you next time. Bye.